You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach this wonderful Monday morning. I'm here with my friend Ann Kennedy. Hi, Ann. Hey, Jillian. How are you, partner? I'm doing great. So uh, Anne isn't just my friend. Anne is also the president at Outlines Venture Group, a company that Anne and I have started uh, not too this recently, right? I guess uh, 2014, beginning, beginning year well, 2014, late 2013 we're, already. We're coming up on year one. Yep. So far, so good. So uh, what we do is help CEOs around the world um, to build better companies, to build better ways to live and work together. Today, we're going to talk about things around the C-team, about uh, founders and how they work together, about how teams communicate. As one a friend of mine said, who has been a laborer almost all his life, what is it that that executive team does other than sit up there and look pretty? So this show is about what the team does and how they work well together. So you want to start at the top, Jillian? Sure. About the C team and what do they do other than looking pretty? <laughs> yeah, like um, a lot of times we talk about a wizard. Who's a wizard? Absolutely. Absolutely. We talk about wizards and executors. Um, we see a lot of companies in the tech space, I think, and you and I see an awful lot, that are teams. They, they have co-founders. Rather than somebody building it themselves and then putting on a team entirely, they tend to find somebody else to work with. So co-founders usually have two distinct roles if they are going to be successful. There are wizards and executors. The wizard is the idea person. It's the one who thunk up the thing and said, look, there's a big hole in the market and we need to build this thing and it'll be wonderful and we can sell it to them and, and, and everybody needs it. The executor is the one who says, huh, interesting idea. Okay, now we have to find the target markets. We have to approach them. We have to create a marketing department. I have to hire people. I've got to get an office. I've got to get the thing. The executor executes the idea. So the wizard has the ideas. The executor pretty much does everything else. And surprisingly, I mean, well, you know that CEO generally goes to the wizard. COO generally goes to the executor. Not always, 
but often in the earliest stages. And Anne, you were talking about hearing something about getting rid of the COO role. Who the heck are they? And why do they? Um, what do they do anyway? And we're kind of amused because we think they do everything. So tell me a little bit about this idea of getting rid of the COO role. Oh my goodness! It was with huge dismay that one evening on Marketplace, which is my favorite news program in the world, because all news eventually has to do with money. And they had a segment. It was not long ago, a month or two ago. And it's, they said uh, the segment was called The Disappearing COO. And I went, wait a minute. You can't do this. <laughs> and the gist of their, um, of their reporting was that they had observed, uh, looking over you know, a, a broad survey of, of American companies that there seemed to be an emerging trend of either not filling the COO position or eliminating it altogether. And they offered up a few reasons for that, budgetary, uh, also uh, finding them hard to fill if they were uh, tracks, you know, sort of CEO and training jobs, which as uh, we're going to discuss is anything but the truth, but that they were not... um, uh, they were not being um, filled, and sometimes they were even seen as uh, threatening to a sitting CEO. And I thought to myself, we need to talk about this because this <laughs> is a big issue. you got to protect the wizard. <laughs> right. Can we talk? <laughs> Please. Okay. So seriously, I would say that there's a lot of confusion around the titles. A CEO or a COO can be this operations person, the one that really runs the show. Sometimes they're called president. Sometimes the CEO is merely the title head or the figurehead of the company and the front face of the organization. And that generally says uh, they could be a wizard if they are also gregarious and outgoing enough to be a front face. Or maybe the wizard idea person has to be a CIO, which is an intelligence officer or innovation officer. I mean, in other words, the titles don't mean that much. So the fact that people are getting rid of the COO position would say to me they're kind of getting rid of a position that isn't doing much. But then my question is, so what do you call the guy or gal who does all the other stuff? That's why I gave it kind of names to say, well, we have a wizard and an executor, and you can call them anything you want. Barbara Corcoran calls them the expander and the container. <laughs> right. So she has, works for she, her. Has words, right. she has words that are essentially like a wizard and an executor, an exactly. expander and a container, right? They yep. do not give you the proper titles within an org chart because the titles can change so frequently. The question is really what are the roles? We're not titling people. We're saying what are the roles? A wizard is somebody who you know has this uh, deep knowledge and understanding and, if you will, more important importantly, vision within an industry sector. They see something forward that others don't, right? To be well-versed in what is makes you a good uh, worker, right? It it makes you a technologist, uh, maybe a manager even of people if you're well-versed in managing people. But it doesn't make you a wizard. A wizard is somebody who sees something, who conjures something from nothing, that's the idea, right? To, to be the conjurer. Think of Mickey Mouse and, you know, the wizard, right? Okay, think of that thing with, with the cone head. All right, so that is what a wizard does. That's your idea person. And to protect the wizard, as I say, you know, the purpose of the executor is to protect the wizard. If your wizard's thinking about anything except what's next, you're losing money. 
So You're losing true. loads of it, right. So I give an example that says when we were selling services at Moz, if I sent Rand Fishkin out, now the wizard of Moz, right, if I sent him out at that time to consult in services, in other words, search engine optimization, consulting services in 2005, 6, 7, whatever, right, I didn't matter if I sent him out for ten or $15,000 an hour. I was losing money. Because what we were really building was software. And software, you know, the software is a service and so on. The software is what he had to focus on. The software was the product. And the product was worth not only tenfold but ten thousandfold whatever I could sell him for in an hour. You can't trade time for dollars if you're in a productization market. And if you're building product, a scalable corporation, and so on, whether it's productization of service or product that's hard product like, you know, a glass, a cup of paper, it doesn't matter. You're doing a different uh, process. So your wizard is the one who thinks about what's next, designs the new products or services, and then helps to flesh them out so that a CTO, a technologist, right, can go govern a team of people, right? That's really a people wrangler who happens to speak code. Right? That is what a CTO is, a people wrangler, because yeah. they're a manager. Right? So the, the wizard is generally not a manager. All right? Knowing that, if you give a manager a CEO role name, then you have to make sure, well, that's the front face of the company. But ooh, is my wizard somebody who can face the world? Or is my wizard, oh, yeah, we don't let him out much. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, which one is it? Know Pay no personality. Pay no right. attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> I am the great and wonderful Wizard of Oz. Exactly, right. So the question is, who is the front face of your company? Who is your wizard? Can they be both? Should they be both? Under what circumstances is it both? Right. Get wise about it by stepping back, looking at personalities, looking at what I call assets and attributes of these successful people, right? They can be successful individuals, but if you want a successful company, the assets and attributes must be looked at so that you can put people in the correct roles. Now, what does an executor do? Literally everything else. The wizard says, ooh, there's what I want to build. Look, there's such a hole in the market. We can do that. And the executor says, yeah, how the heck are you going to do that? What's the price point? Who are we going to hire to build it? Oh, now we need a technologist who happens to be a manager and put that in place. That's the CTO. And then we have to build a whole team of people. But the CTO has to, yes, hire them and so on. But I've got to make sure they fit the corporate culture. And by the way, the corporate culture has to come down from on high. Now we talk to the wizard and or the COO or whatever you want to call them, right, the executor. And then they have to figure out what their culture is going to look like. And then they build a team that congruently can row in the same direction at the same time. You race drag boats and you know all about rowing in the same oh. direction at the same time <laughs> uh, and in time <laughs> and in time yes and getting there in time yes because yeah the the coo also has to look at the competitive landscape and figure out who else is there and see whether or not they really have a good idea they've got to do the reality check so the executor's job is to figure out whether the wizard has a saleable idea and to get it on the market and sold. Huge amounts of work involved in that. They are, if you will, the ultimate people wrangler and wizards are almost never people wranglers. When you have them in the wrong positions, regardless of the name or the title you give them, they're just in the wrong place and things are going to go to hell in a handbasket. When you have them in the right place and things start rowing in the right direction, then you have the kinds of personalities that can build a culture, 
execute the culture throughout the organization and hold it firm. The executor is generally um, more practical, uh, generally, is, no question about it, must be more practical um, in terms of the implementation of ideas. So they have to hold a hard line. They have to be the people not only who happily hire, but sometimes firmly fire. We have to take a break now, but we're going to come back because I have some more questions for you, Jillian, about the roles of executors and wizards and their sources of information. So we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music and I today are discussing a concept that is very near and dear to our hearts, which is save the COO and protect the wizard. And more specifically, what the roles of the C-team are and why they're all so very important. So you were talking about the role of, of the executor as rather an implementer in a way. Would you, That's you right. agree? Okay. That's right. So sources of information for your implementer, you know, it's pretty straightforward stuff that largely uh, statistical and anal- analytics and, you know, all that kind of stuff. If, if their job is to yeah, per- say, organize the assets. Yeah, in some ways. I think that they have to be very good at hiring people they trust and then trust them. 
You have to hire people who can gather that kind of information and then take a look at your competitive landscape. And then, of course, that implementer or executor's role, probably what we would call the COO, is, is their job to report that in the board of directors meeting and so on, to give a total view landscape of what's going on so that the wizard understands that the ideas that she or he has within a space are viable or not viable. Um, I think it's critical to say that uh, the COO executor must put in place people who can provide her or him with the information required to um, to formulate a, uh, a launch plan, if you will. Not just launching a product, but then, of course, maintaining it. What I'm saying is it, they have to be able to go through the process uh, safely. Uh, recently, we had a show concerning uh, managing your cash flow, for example. This falls to the end of the COO as well, but it would be the financial officer that reports that information. Uh, we had shows concerning uh, managing a marketing and sales and customer service process. This falls to the COO, but it would be a CMO who would report and with whom she would discuss or he would discuss these things and manage the team. So the ultimate people manager is really that executor, gathering information from a team of people that they trust and uh, who will provide them the information from the ground up. Right? We want salespeople on the ground saying our clients or potential clients are saying this, and that person should easily pass that information along not only to the marketing team and the customer service teams, but also, of course, to the chief marketing officer who then passes it on to the COO who puts it all together. There must be a chain of communication, not just a chain of command. Communication goes from the bottom up, not just the top down. The chain of command comes generally from the top down. So that makes all kinds of sense. So that sounds uh, uh, almost like a linear thinker, and I'm tempted to go into the right brain, left brain discussion about this. But mm-hmm. when we and so when we look at where the executor um, derives information, so what about the wizard? What about the CEO? What? What? Where does that person um, that right. role? And I would say source information. Right. So if you think of a, uh, an executor's, if you will, a square or rectangular, linear, as you say, gathering information from side to side and up and down and moving things through channels so that there is an operational structure, you think of a wizard perhaps as being uh, more circular or amoeba-like even, right? They would gather information certainly from the same sources that the COO gathers and have long discussions with their COO about the viability of the implementing of ideas and so on and about the reception of the ideas that are being created, uh, whether they really are as needed as we thought in the marketplace and so on. Yes, they would do that, but they would also, if you will, pull from that ephemeral sense this ability to see things that do not yet exist. Think about, for example, Steve Jobs. Uh, We we use that uh, a lot as we say, all right, here is a person who envisioned things that the world could not live without when the world didn't even know they wanted them, never mind needed them. So I think uh, one of the key attributes other than being able to tap into some creative stream that's out in the stratosphere and not available to us mere mortals. Uh, one, <laughs> yeah. one of the, the key things is to be able to make connections that the rest of the world is not making. 
I would think so. And it isn't really just, you know, beyond mere mortal and so on. It is an uh, attribute that can be cultivated. Um, It's uh, certainly the assets that you would have would be access to information across a wide plane of, um, excuse me, a wide series of planes of information so that you're not simply going into a deep dive into a single sector. You would be able to pull together data from a number of sources around the planet even, right? And say, okay, if all of these things are going on today, what will the future look like based on all of these things? And it would have to do not just, for example, if you're making a product, you know, a cup, a glass of this or that, right? A product. If you're going to do that, you would have to take into account emerging markets, shipping trends, you know, the transportation and logistics and so on, uh, manufacturing capabilities, um, raw materials, uh, new manufacturing processes that make it possible to create this design or that product or this heat intensity resistance something depending on what it is that you want to create. You could look into all of these spaces, see holes where you say, I could make it better here and then go deep into that for the knowledge to create your product but still putting into place all of this other data that says, and I see that the world is going to need it now and in the future. Or so want d- it now and da- in the future. Daniel Pink, in his book, A Whole New Mind, which I highly recommend, um, talks about this entire process you've just described as synthesis, the ability to synthesize information. And he says that that is a core and very necessary skill for the 21st century. To be able to synthesize, we, are, we have much data. We have all the data. We have more data than we know what to do with. The ability to synthesize it and make the connections and see how things will come out in, in ways that other people aren't putting them together is, is important. So that's, that's our wizard. Yes, right. The creative mind process is about taking data from so many different uh, areas and, um, if you will, industry sectors and so on, synthesizing and coming together with a coalesced idea that says, oh, and that's what's next. That's what's next in my sector. So that makes all kinds of sense, right? The wizard needs a huge amount of time to consider these things, to read about them, and to think of them. So the wizard tends to be an introvert a COO or an implementer or executor or as you say uh, what was it a contractor right the expander and container container not a contractor (laughs) right right. okay container right so the the container uh, that person would tend to be a little more extroverted in other words capable of managing other people and therefore interacting with other people not only on a daily basis but a consistent basis Right, they would actually gain strength from the management of such a team and putting order into it. Right, think of it like playing Tetris. Right, putting order into all these things. The uh, the mind of the wizard, I think, is quite different and requires a great deal of alone time to make it happen. I think you probably remember that Bill Gates would go away and perhaps still does for one full week per year entirely alone with no phones, no anything, whatever, and simply a stack of books to read and to think to, in other words, gather information and to think about what's next. Now, whether he takes them as electronic now, I do not know. But what's even more telling about that is their books on disparate subjects. They're not all tech books or all history books because – he 
finds making connections because he's focused for that period of time only on the books um, that he is able to make connections where seemingly there were, uh, you know, they're from completely different verticals, completely different topics, and yet that's how he recharges his creative process. Correct. Right. So that that makes um, a really good uh, example of how all of that comes together. I think we need to take another break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to talk about, again, the role of the executor, the role of the wizard, and why successful technology companies have both. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy with my partner and good buddy, Jillian Music, and today we're talking about wizards and executors and why you need both. And as we wrap up, Jillian, what can we do to cap to convince our listeners that they need both in their company? So I think that successful technology companies do have both. They have a wizard. They have an implementer. And if you are a wizard, and I find so many out there with such brilliant ideas, right? If you are a wizard, but you cannot find another person with whom you can work and trust and have them implement your idea, you haven't got a chance to get this out into the world. I see it happening so many, many times, and I would say we're probably into the well into the hundreds and perhaps thousands of such ideas and such people that Anne and I have come to know and have met that cannot get their 
products and projects off the ground. And it's almost always because they cannot find an executor to work with. It's important to know your role and to know your limitations. And just in case you think we're only talking about tech companies, I've been watching this dynamic go on for way before, way before IT and way before the web. I've been watching it all of my professional career and back even in my family to my grandfather's career. I have watched this this dynamic um, happen. I absolutely agree. The industrial world is exactly the same. And, um, and again, regardless of the titles you decide on, in the end, it really is about the personalities, the capabilities, and the style of the people we're talking about. It's about assets and attributes of successful companies and of successful CEOs and COOs. Right? The asset you're looking for is to have that partner who has the complementary skill set. The attribute you're looking for is the attributes that each of you have that make you successful in your individual roles and knowing enough not to cross the line. How do you find uh, uh, your, your perfect yang to your yin? There you go. As a founder, uh, an original idea person in general, I have an idea, I'm going to build this thing, right? So as the um, wizard, the person you're looking for to work with, right, would have the ability to manage, talk to, and be among people all day long, many days in a row. You will probably find that this is not your style, that you need a lot of alone time. You're going to have to find somebody who can do that. That would be a person who could be a front face for your company if necessary, but more importantly, somebody who could build the team. The second thing is that you want them to have the same culture as you. Whatever your thought is around how you would want to build a company, that's really somebody you're going to have to work with as well. Now, not everybody sits around and sings Kumbaya and we're all about fun and happiness and this and that and the next thing, right? Nobody would have accused Steve Jobs of being tag-fee, I always say. Right? So it was a culture of extraordinary quality beauty, simplicity, and bringing the complexities of technology to the common man. It was critical for him to do that, but he drove it with an iron fist. If you are comfortable in that kind of environment, if you're comfortable with that kind of, if you will, conflict of conversation, you're a Steve Jobs kind of guy. If you're not, as a wizard, then you don't want to find a COO who is going to browbeat you, if you will, who's going to overrun you. You want to find somebody you can work with. The person that I usually say that the attribute that's most critical in your potential executor would be this. If you have or considering having children or even if you can just think about what it would be like to have them, you would say, my COO is the person to whom I would entrust the financial lives and future of my children. In other words, it's a person you could trust even if you died to take care of that which is most precious to you. Right? And so that was just an example of it. If you can trust a person that much, then you can really turn your mind away from the business problems and simply focus on what's next. If you are worried that you're going to have this person steal money from you, not make excellent decisions um, on, I don't know, what rent space to rent and what products to uh, buy or to lease or people to hire or let go, whatever. if you're worried about that, you cannot let them take care of it. You've got to find a person whom you can trust implicitly. 
So we hope that you'll download these shows at webmasterradio.fm through iTunes, through iHeartRadio, through Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. We hope you'll stop by at our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. Pop in your questions, uh, hit the like button so we know you're out there, send us messages. We hope that we can answer those questions for you right here at CEO Coach. Until next week, this is Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group, and myself, Jillian Music. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.